0: what is going on everyone it is mason pierce here host of the cover 7 with mason pierce podcast and i want to let you all know about a little secret and it's called anchor by spotify it's one of the new and easiest ways to make your own podcast with everything you need all in one single place anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the comfort of your phone or computer And also, when you are hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatever platform you choose to post it on. It's everything you need to make a podcast in just one single place. And the best part of all, Anchor is totally free to use. So make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, get started creating your own podcast, or start hosting on a very up-and-coming new platform. Yo, what is up, guys? It is Mason Pierce, host of the Cover Seven of Mason Pierce podcast. I hope y'all are having an amazing Friday. I hope y'all had an amazing. <laughs> And I just want to give a shout out to the Topic community on Instagram for kind of accepting me into their community and helping me grow as much, and just kind of helping each other out. So once again, if y'all want to check him out, it's dot Topic on Instagram. Follow him; he's an amazing person. And I want to thank y'all for all the recommendations and all the little critiques that are helping me better this podcast. And I want y'all to know I'm going to continue to buy the right things to help better this podcast and the quality for y'all listeners. And I just wanted to kind of get a second episode out for today because there's so much college football and there's even a couple NFL news, but mostly college football news that it's come out today on Friday, even though I posted today, but I realized that I needed to get this information out to y'all as soon as I possibly could because y'all deserve to know and most importantly, y'all are the greatest supporters in the world. So now let's get into it. So for the biggest news of today, it is coming out of Eugene, Oregon, slash L.A., which is regarding Travis Dye, the former Oregon transfer running back. Now, as you all all know, he's the younger brother of Troy Dye, current Minnesota linebacker, and football runs in his blood. He's a California kid. He was going to stay on the West Coast when he originally committed to Oregon. Now, he finally made a commitment today, and he will be joining Lincoln Riley and the USC Trojans this is absolutely huge for that offense for Lincoln Riley as they need kind of a Christian McCaffrey type running back who can receive and also run the ball really well He's very elusive he is kind of on the small side similar to Christian McCaffrey but he gives a great speed and some great athleticism to that that already stacked offense that only continues to get even and even better and I would not be and it was not a surprise he's from California so I kind of figured it' was going to be either like UCLA or California, or obviously as it is now USC. And I was kind of thinking earlier myself. I'm like, y'all know about Madden Ultimate Team, how you can open packs and you can make your own custom fantasy team, where you can have like guys like Deion Sanders, you know, Dak, whoever you want. You can imagine having them on there. And if y'all remember the NCAA football franchise, they had the same mode. I think it was called NCA Ultimate Team, right? So it was the same exact thing, same system and right now I kinda compare USC to that right now. They're opening all these hundred dollar bundles worth of packs right now and they're just getting getting Mario Williams, Troy Die, Jerry Rice's son. But you know, they're spending all these all this money and all this money on these packs and they're getting a stack stack team. So I thought it was kinda funny to compare it to an ultimate team esque type thing. But um no, so that was the big that was really the big, big news of today. Um, some more big news, SMU, their football team will be getting a $100 million expansion where the, like the little hill is, where all the kids and stuff will be, where they got the Big Pony logo. Uh, I think it's good and kind of a shocking part was $50 million out of the proposal for the expansion. That donation is coming straight from the boosters' pockets. So they didn't have to go to the city of Dallas or to the American Conference and ask for help like, you know, normally a lot of colleges or even professional teams do where they ask for you know proposals to help get, pay for it so half of that cost is coming straight out of the out of the you know highland park dallas kind of rich boosters so i'm, I'm happy for him coming from a tcu fan That stadium when i went to the first responders bowl when louisville and our air force played earlier later on in december it, you could tell the stadium needed a couple of renovations, but it's gonna get a whole new complex area, and it'll be amazing. I've left a picture of it in the Instagram at Cover Seven with Mason on Instagram, and um, yeah, so amazing news for SMU. Now let's get back on to the recruiting side. We have former four-star Juco, Florida State running back Anthony Grant. He will commit to Nebraska. This is absolutely fantastic as I follow a couple of Nebraska college football pages and they're talking about how right, right now they have about five possibly starting running backs. So good for Scott Frost and especially good for the Texas transfer in Casey Thompson who committed to Nebraska, I think it was last month. So Watch out for Nebraska maybe to be a sneaky 7-5, and 8-14 coming this year. I still think they have a lot of improvement to go, a lot more recruiting that needs to be done until Nebraska ends up going back to those 80s '80s and 90s years where they were constantly in the top 25. So, But this is a good start for Nebraska. They will continue probably to get some of these decent JUCO recruits. Um, another running back transfer, and this is just getting ridiculous. Former Stanford running back Austin Jones, who had a pretty decent year considering how lackluster the Stanford like offense really was. If you watched them, they didn't really stand out. Besides the one game they upsetted number three ranked Oregon when they played in Stanford, but Austin Jones will be transferring to, and you'll never, and you will never guess the school he's transferring to. You will never guess. He's transferring to USC and the Trojans. This kind of gives them another elusive back. I think he'll probably end up being their like third down back, red zone back, just because he's got a little bit better size on him. Um, yeah, so I mean that's that's really it for the USC side, as you know right now. USC is just going to be surrounding the whole college transfer, college recruiting cycle. Um, now onto some. And this is, this is actually really cool, and I like this news. Former Texas A&M inside linebacker Antonio Doyle Jr. He will be heading to Deion Sanders and will go play for the Jackson State Tigers. Now, in case you don't know who he is, he was a four-star recruit in the 2020 recruiting cycle. He has amazing speed. He's a great sideline-to-sideline side type guy, and... This kind of is just going to keep boosting up Dion Sanders' profile as a head coach and as a recruiter because, I mean, he keeps getting – and Dion and even kind of hinted at something saying that he's not even done yet. He's not done at all recruiting these kids to Jackson State and building up HBCUs, which is good to see schools like Grambling State, Florida A&M, Alabama State, Alabama A&M, and all these HBCUs getting attention. So thank you, Dion, for what you're doing for the sport of college football as a whole by kind of, you know – let, get, giving these kids a platform who may not have gotten it somewhere at a big school like Alabama and then being able to transfer to your school and get themselves right back on the board. So now in, in, in some more recruiting news, Kirby Smart and Nick Saban are expected to have home visits with Arch Manning, the nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning. He is currently the number one quarterback in the 2023 class and the number one overall prospect. Um, I could see him possibly going to Georgia, and this is in my opinion. I could see him going to Georgia to be an automatic starter day one, simply because Georgia, after Stetson Bennett plays his final year this upcoming year, they really don't have a future. Because I thought Caleb Williams might end up having Georgia in his top three, which that kind of got kind of disappeared after he announced that LSU and USC would be his final two schools to choose from, which we all know. He's probably going to end up going to the Trojans, but. This is gonna be good. Hopefully Kirby Smart after just coming off a national championship win will be able to kind of hint at Arch Manning, you know, I know I know both your uncles went to rival SEC schools and all miss in Tennessee, but Georgia's got a great program. We're gonna surround you with a bunch of freaks and we can possibly win a couple championships while you play for us. So good recruiting by both. Um, some more transfer portal news. We've got number four wide receiver in the transfer portal. Former Wyoming wide receiver Isaiah Nayer has flipped his commitment. Who he originally committed to Tennessee, coming out of Wyoming, but he will be committing to the other UT in the University of Texas, and will be playing for for Steve Sarkeesian. Um, this is a great number two piece for Quinn Ewers, as he has, as he already has Xavier Worthy, the freshman All-American wide receiver, but. Thing is, with Isaiah, he gives he gives that Texas Longhorn offense a great deep ball threat, and will be great specifically on third and like third third and short where you kind of need a quick slant route where you need a kind of quick fade because he has decent size on him. So great pickup for Steve Sarkisian and that Longhorn staff. Um, as I had reported in the last podcast and i want to apologize for this kendall briles the the offensive coordinator at arkansas i had said that he was going to miami it apparently comes a report yesterday on thursday that he would be denying the miami offensive coordinator job he will be rejecting it and he will be signing a new contract to remain with sam Pittman and the arkansas razorbacks this is great for them as he has done so much improvement to that arkansas Offense that was really lackluster these past four years when chad morris and all of them were head coaches at arkansas So this is great for arkansas keeping a solid piece in that coaching staff Now stay with me as we stay down in the south and This will be regarding first team all big 12 cornerback from oklahoma state Jarek bernard converse He has officially entered the transfer portal and he led that OSU defense to be number three in total defense last year in the country. So whoever picks him up is going to get a huge impact starter for, I think, I think, he's got two years of eligibility, maybe left with the COVID year. So I would say the heavy favorites right now is probably LSU, Ohio State, where he could rejoin Jim Knowles and also his former teammate, Um yeah, those are really kind of my predictions for where he could go. Now, I could be completely wrong, and he goes to like, Ole Miss and joins Lane Kiffin and that staff, but I have no clue. But this is huge news for any school that's looking for an impact starter at corner day one. And real quick, before we kind of get on to the last couple segments of college football-wise, I want to ask y'all, what are y'all's opinions on the whole Caleb Williams situation right now where people are projecting him to go to LSU and USC, but I kind of feel like he might shock the world and go to a school that's neither of them. Now, I know Mario Williams, like I had said in a past podcast, had mentioned that he would only be going to a school if Caleb Williams was his quarterback and that he wanted Caleb Williams to be his quarterback. Now, I do believe that possibly, you know, Caleb Caleb is not guaranteed to go to USC as we know LSU right now is number one in the transfer portal rankings. So this will be interesting to see. I would not count out maybe a third school to pick up the star quarterback, but You know, this is college football after all. Nothing makes sense. So I guess we're just going to have to find out and see what happens. But... Um, into kind of the coaching side of college football, we've got former Vanderbilt head coach and current Auburn defensive coordinator Derek Mason. He will be joining Mike Gundy staff at Oklahoma as they have needed to replace that defensive coordinator job once Jim Knowles had left for Ohio State. I think this is amazing. Derek Mason has always been a great defensive coordinator. I know when he was at Vanderbilt, he didn't ever really have the talent to make Vanderbilt that, you know, great or at least decent football team. It was when they had Jordan Matthews, but Amazing pickup for Oklahoma State. I know it's hurts to say as a TCU fan, as we just got demolished by them last year, but I'm happy for them. I'm happy they're kind of rebuilding. Now, that defense is not going to at all be the same anymore. They've lost half that team. Malcolm Rodriguez was a senior. They've lost two of their starting secondary players to the transfer portal. So I would not expect Oklahoma State to be a New York Six Bowl team this year necessarily. But I would expect them to kind of hover around the top 25 rankings all year. And now finally into the final college football news of today. We have former Alabama wide receiver Javon Baker. He will be committing to Mike Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats. I personally love this as it adds another weapon for Will Levis, the former Penn State quarterback, current Kentucky Wildcat quarterback. It gives him another option right next to junior wide receiver wandale robinson who just got off having a 1300 yard receiving season so watch out for kentucky to be another top 25 team possibly make it into that top 10 if they continue to play the excellent amount of football that they showed this year especially against teams like georgia and lsu and all these teams So, watch out once again for Mike Stoops and those Wildcats to just come right back and prove that they're not just a basketball school like Kansas. But not not to jab at them, not to jab at Jayhawk fans, but y'all are legitimately only a basketball school. (laughs) Now, let's get on to the NFL side. And there's not a crazy amount of news I'm going to be reporting on today. I'm mostly just going to talk about injury reports for the playoff games coming up this weekend. I'll get into more depth regarding the NFL playoff games. I just really wanted to cover mostly college today, but I do want to give you all the little bit of NFL news that has come out these past couple days, so to kind of start it off right now regarding the injury report side of it, Bengals defensive end Trey Hendrickson, he has cleared concussion protocol, and he will play Saturday afternoon against Tennessee, which this is huge because this also leads us into the next part, which is regarding the Tennessee Titans, and it's regarding King Henry, a.k.a. Derrick Henry, and It has just been confirmed by Adam Schefter and ESPN that Derrick Henry, he will be coming off the injury reserved, and he will be confirmed playing on Saturday against the Bengals. This is absolutely huge for Tennessee as they're already kind of thin with injuries and all this, so this just makes Ryan Tannehill's job 100 times easier. This makes that offensive line's job 100 times easier knowing you have that 6'3", 250-pound running back just going right up a and b gap just trucking everyone hopefully we see kind of like a josh norman instance again where he just stiff arms him into the into the looney tunes universe and we never see him again but no and then onto some more injury report news we have packers star players jair alexander and zadarius smith they will both be available to play saturday night against the 49ers so this is huge for that packers defense as two of their best players they will be available to play so they will have someone to go and match up against debo samuel both on the edge and on the outside and jair and zadarius and some huge news for my 49er fans star defensive end for the 49ers Nick Bosa. He has cleared concussion protocol and he will be available Saturday night as well to play against the uh, Green Bay Packers. So this is huge for that defense as they, once again, they're already pretty thin with injuries and this just gives them right back that star. So Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have to watch out because David Bakhtiari, their star left tackle, he will not be playing on on Saturday night. So that is, once again, another huge loss for him. But I expect this game to be a lot closer than the experts think, kind of like what Lee Corso always says. I really do because the 49ers, I don't really know if anyone can stop Debo Samuel. I mean, the Packers have a good defense, but are they are they a good enough defense that can stop that running attack of Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel and then have Brandon Iyuk going right across the middle in a play action and just – launching 40-yard bombs like jimmy g did against my cowboys so we will find out on saturday night and saturday afternoon how well those games will go there's not been too much about sunday's games everything is pretty much good to go not too too many injuries um and to get more into the coaching and kind of and even some politics side of the nfl Dak Prescott quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys he was fined $25,000 for his comments he had made about Sunday's game regarding the game officials against the 49ers personally I don't think really the officials were the problem and were the reason why the Cowboys lost we all watched it it was self mistakes they shot themselves in the foot and that was the reason why they lost so many yards and lost so many drives and kind of got deflated simply because no offense that offensive line could not hold could not hold their weight long enough to be able to wait till the ball got snapped um I don't think he should have gotten fined twenty five thousand dollars because the officials historically this season have been pretty pretty bad, but I could have seen maybe five thousand ten thousand maybe a little bit more appropriate, but I would expect an appeal to come soon regarding this because no offense if he can avoid paying twenty five grand he will avoid paying twenty five grand I think anyone would, and kind of on to some more of the hirings. We've got the Giants hiring Bills assistant GM Joe showing to be their next GM. I think this is great. We've seen what the Bills have done regarding free agency, getting guys like Stephon Diggs, Daniel Sanders, and Cole Beasley, and simply just building up that offense. And even the defense, And they've gotten guys like Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. um Yeah, so... This is a great hire for the Giants as they really needed a new change. Dave Gettleman was just not getting it done for the New York fans and the franchise as a whole. So hopefully this is a new, fresh start for the Giants. I'm hoping they do hire Brian Flores and they can trade for Deshaun Watson because this will completely cha- change the Giants from being a 4-13 and team into possibly being a 10-7 and team that can get into the playoffs and get back to the Eli Manning days of being able to win championships for those those great fans up in New York. And it's kind of some nostalgic news. Ben McAdoo, the former Packers assistant and former Giants head coach, he will be hired to the Carolina Panthers staff as their next offensive coordinator. I think this is fantastic because he's worked with guys like Aaron Rodgers and the Super Bowl champion, Green Bay Packers, in that 2010 season. So he knows what he's doing. His uprising was being an offensive coordinator, so I think he will do great for Carolina. I don't know if Sam Darnold's going to be able to build up to the hype he, he had coming out of USC. I think DJ Moore will really like will really like. Uh, ben mcadoo more than joe brady's play calling i think honestly i think robbie anderson was going to enjoy it a lot more because robbie anderson throughout this whole year you barely saw him get any targets like he did the year before before joe brady came along so great hire personally for the panthers getting ben mcadoo onto their coaching staff and now into some non-football news the nba all-star game jerseys have gotten leaked once again um, I have post a picture of what they look like on the official Cover 7 with Mason Pierce Instagram, at Cover 7 with Mason on Instagram. If y'all want to check them out and see what they look like, or y'all can find them on Twitter. Uh, they they kind of look basic. They look like every year's jerseys, so it's nothing... Nothing too fancy. They look decent. I won't lie, they do look decent, but I think they could have done a little bit better considering how high these players are and how much money is going to be going and associated with this game. And now onto some big baseball news. The Oakland Athletics, their new ballpark, which they want to be located in Howard's Terminal in California, it has been approved by the Oakland Planning Commission, and it inches even closer to the Oakland A's getting that new waterfront ballpark that they have been wanting for so many years. Now, this this pretty much solidifies the fact that the Oakland Coliseum will finally be put to rest, and it also ends any chance of a, ba- of, of a professional baseball team moving to Vegas, as a lot of us thought that if Oakland didn't get this new ballpark, they would be moving to Vegas to join the Raiders and the Golden Knights of the NHL. Um, yeah, I'm super excited that they're getting out of that horrible dump of what is considered a stadium after so many years of it just being... Thrashed and torn around and just wasted because that, that's, that Coliseum really did have potential when it first was created, but I'm happy for Oakland, they're getting that new waterfront dream ballpark, and if y'all haven't seen any pictures, I recommend looking it up on like Google or Instagram or Twitter, and just look up Oakland A's new ballpark plan, and that is one beautiful stadium, I hopefully will be able to go there when it when it does open and when they start building, or start constructing the the stadium, so. Yes, guys, I mean, this was a little bit longer than I did plan to make, but I just get so happy making these podcasts, being able to talk sports with y'all, any type of sports, really. Um, If y'all have any recommendations on some more things or some more topics I should talk about, please leave them in my DMs at the official Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast at Cover 7 with Mason on Instagram. Just DM me. Let me know what y'all think of the podcast. What do I need to work on? Just any little criticism or any little critiques that could help make me a better host for y'all, I would greatly appreciate it. And once again, I hope y'all continue to be great and have an amazing weekend. Peace, guys.